This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket for Friday, September 29th, 2023. And I got a question for you. How about those first place Detroit Lions? What a victory for Detroit last night over the Packers, National TV, Thursday Night Football, Lambeau Field, 34-20, the final. And by the way, in case you happen to be watching this on YouTube, I appreciate you. But you're probably thinking, Rieger, what the hell are you doing in your car? Try being a little more professional. Well, I'm sorry. It's one in the morning when I'm recording this. I don't want to wake up my kid. I don't want to wake up my wife. I'm very loud. I had no place else to do this. So every now and then I'm going to have to turn on lights in my car. I think it looks okay. But we're going to continue. And it doesn't matter. Because we should all be super happy. And I got to believe everybody else is up at one in the morning too. What a win by the Lions. Just an absolute spectacular, dominating ass kicking by the Lions. And it was against the Packers. So damn it, it was so great to see. I mean, we had Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on yesterday from WSSP in Milwaukee. And he was talking about how Packer fans think of the Lions and they're so dismissal of Lions fans. Sorry, Lions fans kicked your ass. See how many Lions fans showed up to the game yesterday? It was a sea of blue. Packer fans were disgusted. Lions fans were laughing in their face. Amon Ross St. Brown, I saw the video. It's out there on social media. A Packer fan was flipping them off. St. Brown blew him a kiss. This Lions team is awesome. They're dominant. And they're doing one of the things that I believe is one of the toughest things to do in life. And that's living up to the hype. It really never happens. I can think of three things, maybe in my lifetime, that have lived up to the legitimate hype that they got. One was LeBron James. We heard about LeBron forever, turned out to have a brilliant career. The second thing is the curing coffee machine. That thing is unbelievable. I heard how great it was. And it's even better than people said how good it was. And the third thing is the 2023 Detroit Lions. 
With all the love Detroit got in the offseason, all the positivity by virtually everybody, they were the NFL IT team, sold out season tickets for the first time at Ford Field. They got to open up the season in KC and ruin the defending Super Bowl champions banner ceremony. There was so much optimism, so much pop positive vibes. That when you're a Lions fan, you get nervous about this stuff. Like, I'll admit it, I did not think the Lions would live up to how everybody talked about them in the offseason. I figured they might fall flat on their face because they're the Lions. They've done anything but. They're 3-1 and one now. They're in first place in the NFC North, and they just continue to prove to everybody that they're for real. And they did it again last night. They were awesome. They led 27-3 at the half. They held the Packers in the first half to one first down. One. After the first quarter of play, Lions had almost 200 total yards. Packers had one. Green Bay was in disbelief. Started out ugly, too. Jared Goff, first drive for the Lions, threw a pick. It was a real ugly pick. Packers couldn't do anything with the football, so they settled for a field goal. Next thing you know, the Lions just poured it on. Dominated every facet of the game. David Montgomery, back from injury, was great. 32 carries, three touchdowns, 121 yards. Detroit's defense was back to rushing the quarterback after seven sacks against Atlanta. They had five against Jordan Love. Now, mind you, Jordan Love was sacked all of three times in three games. He was sacked five times by the Lions. John Kaminsky, Aline McNeil, and how about Isaiah Bugs, who was benched to start the season? They each had a sack. Charles Harris had a half a sack. And then there's Aiden Hutchinson, a sack and a half. They were all over Jordan Love. Lions D had eight tackles for loss, those five sacks, six pass breakups. And how about Jerry Jacobs? Jerry Jacobs, two interceptions off of Jordan Love. And Jerry Jacobs, by the way, is a dude that quit social media because everybody was giving him such a hard time. He got back on it after the Atlanta game. He quit it after the Seattle game. And I hope he goes on social media and talks the talk because he was upset with Lions fans that were calling him out. Had a good game against Atlanta. Had a great game at Lambeau against the Packers. So great job, Jerry Jacobs. Two picks. I thought Jerry Goff played okay. Turned over the ball, also threw for a touchdown, 210 yards in the air. Josh Reynolds made some big-time catches. Amon Ross St. Brown had the first touchdown. Sam Laporta made a massive catch. Now, he dropped one as well, which we kind of argued, should he have even caught it? Arms were kind of extended. But he made a big-time catch right after that. And that's even before you get to the offensive line. The Lions offensive line is the best in football. If it's not the best, it's top three or top five. They were opening up holes the size of the freaking Grand Canyon. That old line just wears everybody down. And they wore the Packers down. Packers actually came back in the second half. It was, without a doubt, one of the most satisfying Lions games I've ever seen in my life. The bar I was at was hyped up. Everybody was yelling and screaming. It was such a kick-ass game. Something like you don't usually see because we're Lions fans. They demoralized the Packers. 
They beat them down. And even when Green Bay thought, hey, maybe we're coming back in this game, the Lions slammed the freaking door. Do you know they beat the Packers now four times in a row? It's not even a big thing anymore to win at Lambeau Field. It was exhilarating. It was dominating. It was inspirational. It was, without a doubt, one of the best Lions victories I've seen in my life. If you think I'm being hyperbolic, if you think I'm exaggerating, I mean, comment section below. That was, from start to finish, an unreal performance. And they're living up to the hype. Something that's so hard to do. They're living up to the hype. And they also fought through adversity. I mean, you watched the game from the very start, golf through a pick. You probably thought to yourself, oh, crap. This is not a good way to start, and I bet you they're not going to finish well either. I was wrong. We were wrong. Lions also got screwed. I mean, it wouldn't be a Lions football game without getting screwed. You surprised? 27-11 to 11 game. Detroit led by 16. Last play of the third quarter, Jordan Love dropped back. Hit Jaden Reed, the Michigan State receiver, for 44 yards to the Lions' nine-yard line. It was the biggest play for the Packers offensively, and it was total freaking BS. Playcock expired. There was no way they got the playoff in time. Next thing you know, the Packers scored a TD. Love ran it in from nine yards out. They missed a two-point conversion. Packers made it a 10-point game. Essentially had the entire fourth quarter to come back. I was watching the game at a bar with friends, and it's amazing how the mood changed. The entire bar went from confident, excited to, oh, crap, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. But it didn't. Now, mind you, for some reason or another, delay a game, because that was delay a game, or actually not delay a game, it was just the end of the quarter. They did not get the playoff in time. The clock was on 0-0-0. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit were talking about it. The Lions got screwed, but it's unreviewable. How is it unreviewable? Always happens to Detroit. And usually, it always means that the Lions lose. But not this time. Not this time because the Lions found a way to get it done. Up 10. Fourth quarter, they went on a 15-play, 69-yard drive, took eight minutes and 52 seconds. David Montgomery, one-yard touchdown run, extended the score to 33-17, game over, Lions win. Game over, Lions win. And I got to tell you, it was a great win for so many different reasons. They came back, they fought adversity, they went on the road at Lambeau. First place in the division, national TV. I mean, all in all, just a stellar performance. But we got to talk about the head coach. Because we talked about the players, the defense, the special teams, the offense. But Dan Campbell has to start getting his due. I did a radio show on Wednesday night. I asked people if they wanted to see Dan Campbell during the game or Dan Gamble. You might be wondering what the hell I'm talking about. Dan Campbell is the guy you saw coach the Atlanta game. Conservative, not going for it on fourth down, managed the game properly, let his defense ball out because his offense was injured. Dan Gamble, on the other hand, is the guy you saw against Seattle. 
Went for it four, three times and fourth down, only picked up one of them. So I asked people, what did they want to see? And Dan Campbell got a lot of guff for that Seattle performance and his fourth down urges, if you will. But he did something yesterday that I thought was not only massive, but also proved to me that the Lions finally, for the first time in my lifetime, have the right head coach. Lions were up 10. They go on that long TD drive. Looked like they were going to settle for a field goal. In fact, they did. They made a field goal, which put them up 13. Eight minutes to go, so it's still a two-score game. Packers can still come back. Funny thing happens. Quay Walker got whistled for leaping, trying to block the field goal. It was kind of a weak call, but what are you going to do? Lions got a fresh set of downs. They got it first and goal. Could not score on play one, play two, or play three. They're looking at fourth and goal from the freaking one. Up 10 points. There's six minutes left. Dan Campbell turned into, you guessed it, superhero Dan Gamble. Campbell to Gamble. He decided to go for it. Montgomery was not stopped. Lions scored the touchdown. They go up 34-17. That would do it. Lions win. It was a great call. I love that call on national TV. First place on the line at Lambeau Field, the place the Lions usually don't win at. Dan Gamble decided to go for it and salt away the game. It was an awesome call, an awesome feeling, because the Lions have had talent before. They've had good teams before. They've made the playoffs before. They've got us excited before. But they've never had a legitimate coach, and you know I'm right about this. Even Wayne Fonts, maybe the best coach of our lifetime, one great coach. He had great talent. He was not a great coach. Jim Caldwell, good coach, not great coach. Jim Schwartz, don't call me scared, bad coach. Marty Morningwig, a joke. Rod Marinelli went 0-16. Matt Patricia, he was a rocket scientist, not a head coach, a total joke. For the first time in my life, the Lions have a guy that not only is a good coach, but he's changing the culture. How many guys have come to Detroit saying they're going to change the culture? Never did. Always got fired. Every coach I've ever seen coach the freaking Lions. I'm going to change the culture. They never do. Do you know Dan Campbell has now beat the Packers four times in a row? The first Lions coach to do that since Monty Clark 40 years ago. Sorry if I look a little creepy in my car. I'm watching my facial expressions here. I apologize. I'm fired up, though. Dan Campbell is sensational. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Finally, you got a guy for the job. People got upset with him in Seattle. I get it. People got upset with him for what happened in Minnesota last year. People got upset with him for the Buffalo game on Thanksgiving. People got upset with him at the Baltimore game a couple years ago when Tucker made that 66-yarder. But he's the right man for the job. 
He dug the Lions out of one and six last year. He now owns Green Bay, which, by the way, if you ask any Lions fan, what do you really, really, really want in life? They would say, kick the Packers' ass. Dan Campbell kicks the Packers' ass. <coughs> Excuse me. And he understands Detroit. Like, when he had his press conference, when he got hired, everybody wanted to focus on biting kneecaps. But he said something that stuck with me. I remember it so vividly. I was out on a run. I was listening to his press conference. The entire nation made fun of him. But he said something to the extent, I'll paraphrase, because I couldn't go back and find it. It's one in the morning. I apologize. But he said something to the extent of, I'm not going to stand here and tell you guys a line. Because you guys have been through so much bleep. And you don't want to hear talk. You just want results. He said that. And I'm like, wow. This dude is taking on the history. Every other coach I've ever seen coach the Lions have run from the history. Dan Campbell took on SOL. Dan Campbell is taking on the tortured fan base. Dan Campbell understands. He was part of 0-16. He was a tight end on that team for crying out loud. He understands that this city has a rabid fan base and that if anybody could ever get the Lions to play, I don't even know respectable that this town would explode with passion. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Dan Campbell, Dan Gamble, whatever you want to call him. And by the way, I really do hope that Dan Gamble sticks because I love it. I think it's great. Plus I made it up. Dan Gamble instead of Dan Campbell. For the first time in my life, you got yourself a coach. Last year, sure, I wasn't sure. Sheila Fortaham had to talk to the media and say he's going to be okay. Kind of laughed at that. The year before that, they went 3-13-1. It was brutal. It was awful. I wasn't sure he was the guy. I'm sure he's the guy now. And he dominates the Packers. And he's led the Lions to first place through four games. Pretty damn good. And even if you want to go back a little further with the 10 games last year and the four games this year, 14 games, he's 11 and three. 14 games, he's 11 and three. So even if you don't like his alter ego, Dan Gamble, even if you don't like his fourth down antics, you have to respect the hell out of him. For the first time in our life, the biggest thing I took out of this game, the Lions have a coach they can count on. And it's even more than that. Last year, going in the opposition's locker rooms, after games at Ford Field, they all said the same thing. Wow. When the Lions get some talent, they're going to be good because, man, they're physical. Dan Campbell has built a culture of physicality. He wants to kick your ass. He wants his team to be tough as hell on the other team. And that's what you see pretty much every game. Finally, a guy that built a culture. It feels good to have a head coach. It feels good to have a first-place team. And I want to take it a step further. And this is where you'll disagree, but I'm okay with it. That decision that we're talking about, to go for it on fourth down against the Packers on national TV, to give the Lions first place and a 3-1 and one start, to prove to everybody that this team is not afraid and that they indeed are real, that play, it was only a one-yard run by David Montgomery. 
That play, that's like one of the top 10 plays in Lions football for me. Now, granted, the Lions haven't given me much over the course of my lifetime. But, man, I was fired up after that play. Now, the Lions probably win the football game regardless, right? Packers had a chance to come back. But if they didn't get that touchdown, it's a 10-point game. If the Packers do come back, Campbell's crucified. He didn't care. He went for it. Got it. Lions win and show the whole world living up to the hype. It's a great call. It's a great play. It won them the football game. And it makes you feel good that you finally got a head coach. That's the one big thing I took out of the game, other than just dominating the Packers in the first half. The other thing that we do have to backtrack quickly on, and we already mentioned it, but the game that David Montgomery had was just brilliant. 121 yards, carried the rock 32 times, three touchdowns. Oh, my God. Coming off a hamstring or make that a thigh injury. Sensational. Awesome football game from Montgomery. And it got me thinking. Like, we all love Jamal Williams. Had a great year last year. 1,000-yard rushing season. 17 touchdowns. But the decision to bring Demo in, and that's what they call him, David Montgomery, Demo, was such a great decision. He's two years younger than Jamal. Jamal didn't want to be here, or he wanted more money, or he just couldn't decide quick enough. So he went to New Orleans, banged up a little bit. He's averaging 2.7 yards per carry. He's never been a starter. The Lions made him a starter. I said from the get-go that David Montgomery behind this offensive line is going to be a stud and have his best season ever in the NFL. He's off to a great start. Three touchdowns. 121 on the ground. Caught two passes for 20 yards. Carried the rock 32 times. David Montgomery, just another genius pickup by Brad Holmes. And we all love Jamal Williams. We wish him the best, except for the one the Lions played the Saints. But having Demo on this team, great decision. So all in all, it was a great game. I mean, we've lived so much crap. Being a Lions fan throughout the course of your life, it's been nothing but garbage. This team is special. If you think I'm overreacting, please tell me, comment section. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fired up. Fired up, sitting in my electric car at 1.28 in the morning doing a podcast. And I don't think I'm going to get to sleep anytime soon. I'll take it even a step further. For the last, like, 20 years being in radio, I've been a Lions cynic. I've ripped on the Lions so much because they've ran things so poorly. People think I hate the Lions because I've been so critical. I don't hate the Lions. I just want them to play well. And they're giving that to us right now. I'm 48 years old. I've never seen a more promising team. And I was around in 91 when that team made the NFC title game. I was around in 95 when they won seven in a row. I was around in 93 the last time they won the division. They're going to win the division this year. They're going to get that home playoff game. And take it a step further in the NFC. Who are you afraid of? Who knows? Maybe they get to buy. The Niners look good. Everybody else, Philly looks good. Who are you afraid of, though? You should be fired up. It was a great game. Pure domination. Fantastic performance by the Lions. And they walk away with another victory. 
And except for the fluke, and that's what we're calling it, the fluke in Seattle or against Seattle, this Lions team has been so impressive. I can't believe against Seattle they had zero pass rush. Since then, 12 sacks in the last two games. So, comment section below. Has this Lions team lived up to the hype? Furthermore, more than anything else, Dan Campbell or Dan Gamble, whatever you want to call him, how refreshing is it to finally have a head coach that you truly believe in? We've never had that. Never. And this doesn't mean we're not going to question him or second guess him. Of course we will. That's sports. But you got a guy on that sideline that gets it. And we've never had that before. So comment section below, the faith in Dan Campbell. Has this Lions team lived up to the hype? Man, what a win. What a win. All right, let's get to some comments, shall we? And then I got to go to bed or at least try to go to bed. Or maybe have another beverage. One of the two things. Good comment. On the daily ticket, we always read a good comment and a bad comment. So we'll start with the good comment. Here we go. Finally, the Lions are real. Feels so damn good. Detroit could be the best team in the NFC. And with their schedule, tell me why they can't win 14 games and get the number one seed in the conference. I've raised my expectations from winning the division to now going to the Super Bowl. Let's effing go. That's from Gabe. I don't disagree with anything he said. Let's go to the bad comment. Usually when I read a bad comment, it's ripping me. But yesterday, we had Sparky on from Milwaukee. Sparky was condescending towards Lions fans. Said Packer fans thought Lions fans were cute. They don't really hate them. They don't believe it's a rivalry, even though the Lions have now won four straight. So here's the negative comment. It's from me to Sparky because we made a little bet. If the Lions won the football game, Sparky had to come back on the podcast. You all got to write whatever comment you want to him and he will read them all. He's going to come back on now. We'll set it up for sometime next week. Finally, a bad comment that's not about me. It's about him. Now, if the Lions would have lost, then he would have got brought back on, and then he could have said whatever he wanted. He could have gloated. He could have done whatever he wanted. But it doesn't matter because the Lions win the football game. Sparky will come back on at some point. I'll tell you when. Please feel free to unload all the negativity that you've held inside you forever against the Green Bay Packers. Write it down. Comment section below. And I'll have Sparky read them all. So we'll do that later next week. But anyway. What a win for the Lions. Now you get 10 days off before you take the Panthers on at Ford Field. You can watch football all weekend. You can watch Miguel Cabrera at Comerica Park. You don't have to worry about the Lions. They're a first-place team. No team's going to catch them at least this week. They're for real. They've lived up to the hype. My goodness. They never beat the Packers. Now they've beat them four straight. Remember when they couldn't win at Lambeau to save their life? It was over 20 years and not winning in Green Bay or Lambeau or Milwaukee. What pure and utter freaking domination. How good does it feel? Let me know. Anyway, that's today's episode. I'm going to get out of my car. I'm going to go back to the house. I'm going to try to go to sleep. I don't think that's going to work. Lost my voice a little bit. Sometimes in sports, man, I mean, sometimes sports make you feel pretty damn good. And last night, 
today, whatever you want to look at it, that win against the Packers were one of those days. So it's been fun, everybody. We'll catch you on Monday. We'll recap Miggy's final homestand against the Cleveland Guardians are in town over the weekend. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about football. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. But right now, enjoy yourself on a Friday. Take the rest of the day off. Live it up, people. Lions are in first place, and they are a dominant football team. We'll catch you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. See ya.